Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on today. Almost nighttime. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is so worthy. He is so worthy of all the glory, honor, and praise on today. And y'all, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm excited because... I celebrated a birthday this week for you that you all that are listening on my podcast. You may not know that I celebrated my birthday this past Tuesday. Thank you, Jesus. I am now 39 years old. To God be the glory. And I would like to give a shout out to my beautician. Y'all see my hair? Y'all see my hair? Shout out to my beautician, Miss Brenda Sanders, which lives in, I believe it's considered Sardis, Mississippi. Thank you for my complimentary hairstyle. Thank you. And I just, I'm, y'all, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited because I'm steady celebrating myself on this week. And again, I give God all the glory, honor, and praise. And so I don't want to bore y'all patience, but uh, we're going to continue with uh, the message that I did last Tuesday. And so we're going to entitle this, Tell It Like It Is Thursday. Tell it like it is Thursday. <laughs> and so kingdom of God, woman personified. Kingdom of God, woman personified. And so I was meditating and thinking, I was like, oh, I left out some really good parts that I needed to address in the first one, but I didn't want to make uh, part one so long. So I was like, hey, I'm going to address it in this podcast or this uh, episode. And so this is part two. This is part two. And first, I want you to know that a kingdom of God woman will exhibit the fruit of the spirit. Or another way you can say it is a kingdom of God woman would the fruit, the fruit, excuse me, the fruit of the spirit will be evident in a kingdom of God woman's life. Like you're going to be able to see that. She's going to be able to know that. Like I know that. I know that. And I really want to harp on that because when we initially receive the Holy Ghost, we begin to speak in tongues and other tongues as the spirit of God give utterance. Okay. And that's the evidence. That's the initial evidence of the Holy Ghost. But if in our life, we don't see this fruit that I'm about to name, then We don't have the Holy Ghost. The Spirit has left us. So we don't always want to be caught up on just tongues because, see, even the devil be speaking in some kind of language, not a heavenly language, but he can be speaking in some kind of language. And you don't want to fool yourself. You don't want to be fooled by other people that might be speaking in what can be considered speaking in other tongues, but they really don't have the Holy Ghost or you don't have the Holy Ghost. So what you want to do is focus on the fruit But the initial evidence, when you first receive the Holy Ghost, yes, you will begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives you utterance. Like you are speaking in another language, glory to God. But your continual evidence that you still had the Holy Ghost is you will begin to display the fruit of the Spirit. This is evidence that you have the Holy Ghost. Okay, Galatians 5. 22 through 25 Galatians 5 22 through 25 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering long-suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance against such there is no law and they that are Christ 
have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. I'm going to say that again. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. So these, all these uh, ingredients that make up one fruit, supposed to be evident in our lives. Now, I'm not saying like maybe we're not making a hundred and everything, but you should be growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, every day, every day you are supposed to be being perfected because see, when Christ comes, you're going to have to be perfect. If he comes for you in death, you're supposed to be perfect when he finds you. You don't know when you have reached that point, but he do. So you, you need to make sure that you are perfecting this fruit in your life. And the only way you can do that is to be stay full of the Holy Ghost. How do I stay full of Holy Ghost? I'm always up in Jesus' face, praying, fasting, reading, meditating on the word of God, stand around, strong mind the holy people. I am steady perfecting this fruit that is in my life. Because I'm staying full of the Holy Ghost. And then as I fast, I'm allowing like some of these stuff to get crucified, chopped. It's it's it say those that in Christ have crucified the flesh. So I'm trying to make sure this flesh stay dead. So the Bible says you got to walk in the spirit. And that means you again you live in the spirit. So one if you keep doing that, you'll see yourself growing. You will see yourself growing. So it's very important that a kingdom of God woman, that the fruit of the spirit is evident and it's growing in your life. You're not making excuses for slip ups. You're not making excuses to stay in sin, but you are growing. You are growing. This fruit is being perfected. So again, if you want to know if you still had a Holy Ghost, check the fruit. And if you young ladies is interested in marrying a man that say he's saved and you don't see this fruit activated in his life, then perhaps he don't have the Holy Ghost that he say he have. And you need to seek the Lord. You need to seek the Lord about that because it's very important that you don't be fooled about yourself and you don't be fooled about a person that you're about to marry. This fruit should be evident in his life. And so that's that's on the top of my list of qualifications. Can I see the fruit active in this young man's life? Because we're going to go through hardships. We're going to go through problems. We're going to go through situations. And I may not say we might not go through hardships. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe, maybe not. But we will go through different situations where that this fruit <laughs> is going to have to be evident and be working. And so and you don't know, like you may go through death. The death of a family member, just different things or different situations might have happened to you. But these, this fruit, this long suffering and peace and love and joy. See, joy is not based on what's happening. See, that's the opposite. Like joy, I'm going to say joy is another level to happy. Because see, you have to have something happening good to you for you to be happy. But see, I got joy no matter what situation is going in my life. I am content in God. Like I trust God. I still love God. I still praise him. I I'm not depressed because I have the spirit of God. And see, this the fruit is active, which is the love, the joy, the peace, and the long suffering, faith. We got to have faith. Because if we have his spirit, we got to believe in the spirit we talking about we possess. Do we believe or not? 
Because I'm saying, like, ain't no way. Like, if I'm coming in the house of God and I say I'm Holy Ghost filled, I shouldn't be scared. I shouldn't be scared to sit next to somebody in church without a mask. Like, I'm not even, I'm not scared because God is going to protect me in his house. But yet we talk about having faith, but yet it's not shown. Don't tell me common sense. A lot of time, no, a lot of time your faith is on fire. Your faith is on trial because the person next to you could have a flu. The person next to you can have a pneumonia or anything else that's contagious. So really? So we can't be so caught up in the thing that I can't go to church. I can't do this, but you go on other places. Where's your faith? And you talking about you got the Holy Ghost. We got to ask God to increase our faith. Now, Lord, I know this coronavirus over there. Protect me because I'm going in your house. I'm going in your house to hear your word. And I know you said don't forsake to assemble ourselves together even more as we see your day approaching. And fellowship is important to the body of Christ. We lift each other up. We encourage one another. We support one another. We are there for one another. You can feel like when you are around genuine, genuine saints, you can feel the love. You can feel, you can feel the prayers. And you're going to need that because Satan is on some of our men. Satan's trying to ride our backs hard. So you need, you need the body of Christ. If we are your family, we are a family. So we need each other. So no, why we got to activate this faith we talking about we have. And this Holy Ghost we talking about we have. Again, the fruit of the Spirit is love. Like, I don't hate anyone. I don't care what they're doing to me. I don't care how long they're doing it to me. I have to love. That is a fruit of the Spirit. Now, you can't say you hate anybody. I don't care what they did to you. You shall feel hate in your heart for anybody if you say you got the Holy Ghost. Like, that is not even possible if you had a Holy Ghost. Now, sometimes when you first get the Holy Ghost, when they come around you or something, like, you might feel uncomfortable but that hate should not be in you for them no and you still should love them and even god will even take like those feelings away from you it may take some time for them to take like the feelings the the weird feeling the uncomfortable feeling but that hate should be gone but god will like i say god will even take the weird feelings away from you it may take some time for that but that hate should be gone and we talking about we got the Holy Ghost. I don't care what they did to you. Don't mean it was right. But you love them regardless because guess what? We sinned against God. And while we was yet sinners, he died for us. So we ought to love each other no matter what somebody else do to us. And no, I'm not saying it is easy. But if you had a fruit of the Spirit, you can love them regardless of what they do to you. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith meekness temperance like self-control and I, i'm just harping on these ones because like as a single temperance and self-control that goes into the fact that hey i'm single but i'm not sleeping around i have control over my the holy ghost the holy ghost have helped me to have control over my body and my mind what i constantly think on i'm not saying the devil will not try to bring a thought to you but you cast down that thought immediately you don't continue to dwell on negative thoughts that's temperance because you're like uh-uh my body belongs to god i cannot have sexual relations with 
people that I'm not married to. That's when the self-control come in at. Somebody get on your nerves or, or, or talk about you at work, you don't go and curse them out because that's when self-control come in. You're going to love them regardless. You ain't going to tell them off. You're going to pray for yourself and you're going to pray for them. You're going to pray for yourself that you will show, continue to show them the love of God through you. You just, they just might receive the Holy Ghost because of your holy life. So you have self-control over what you say. You have self-control over what you do with your body. Because your body, again, we're going to get to that part. I'm going to go. But your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. So you want to bring glory to God. You want to glorify God in body. So we, we practice self-control. Glory to God. And so I'm going to go on. So those are the fruit of the Spirit. Number two that I wanted to mention, that we should not overdo adding things or, uh, yeah, I guess I can say things. We should not overdo adding things to ourselves. And so I'm going to quote, quote the scripture again. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have a God, and you are not your own. You are not your own, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And again, since I am directing this to kingdom of God women, we inhouse the Holy Ghost. So we have to be careful what we're putting into our body, what we're doing to our body. Okay. And so when I say don't overly do it with with different things that you do to your body, this makeup is getting ridiculous. Now, am I saying that you cannot wear makeup? Everybody in some churches have their preferences, but if you decide to wear makeup and your, your pastor allows, you shouldn't be having on all these wild colors, like ridiculous. And again, I'm only talking to kingdom of God woke woman, kingdom of God women, because people... <clears throat> In the olden days, which I really love that. I'm not that old myself, but in the olden days, I could spot out a saint, a sanctified saint. And it still should be that way today. I'm not bothering nobody that say they don't they're not saved. I'm not talking to you on today. I need you to chime in. If you if you a kingdom of God woman, you need to want to be identify as a kingdom of God woman before you even open your mouth. So when you have on all this loud makeup, I don't know if you're going to a circus or a gentleman's club. I don't know where you going. I don't know if you about to walk the streets and sell your body because see back in the day, that's how the women used to wear their makeup. And then you can know that they was a prostitute or something of that nature. Like, why are you wearing these things to, to know no. And then certain, like certain, in certain religions, the idol worship, they had to put, make up their face a certain way. So when you doing these things, you need to realize where, where the foundation of it is coming from. And, and idol worship, because like I said, they used to have to make up their face to do all these kind of chants or whatever and idol worship. So when you got to make sure that you are not overly doing it because again that's not modest it's another scripture that said like we supposed to be modest it's not modest it's too much like it's too wild it's too much like you should still look as natural as you can because i'm gonna read this scripture i will praise thee for i am fearfully and wonderfully made 
marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. Psalms 139 and 14. Psalms 139 and 14. So it's like, hey, I, w I was made by God. I am fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And I need y'all to think about an artist. Like you sit up there, the man is showcasing his work and you go in there and you dash some red paint on his artwork. Do you actually think that he's going to be like, oh, no, that's what, no, it's not okay. You just messed up my artwork. And he's like, oh, I think it needed a splash of color. But he's like, no, this is my artwork. This is what I made. So this is how I think about God. God showed me this uh, some years ago. God made me. God made you. He made us exactly how he wanted us to look. Exactly how he wanted. And then he said, hey, his work is marvelous. Like, <laughs> Do y'all see me? I have no makeup on whatsoever. I am marvelous because I am a work of God. I am fearfully and wonderfully made by him. So yes, I'm going to praise him because I like the way he made me. And so first of all, you have to be confident in how God has made you. Because a lot of people, they, they put on a lot of makeup because they're trying to cover up a lot of stuff. Okay, so you should be happy about how God has made you and confident in that. If you're not confident in how you look before the makeup, then you don't need makeup at all. Because you need to be confident in how God has made you to look. Because that's how he wanted you to look. He is your creator. He made you forget, and who cares what people say about how you look. When God has created you, I'm talking about the creator of the world, not another human. He took his time and designed you the way he wanted you. Some might have freckles. Some might have bumps. Some might have whatever or however. Little, you know, little marks on your skin, moles. It don't matter because God has made you that way. That is beautiful to God. He said, you are marvelous. You better walk in your confidence and confidence. That means you have confidence in who God has made you to be. You better walk in it on today. I'm like, ain't no way. Don't let nobody let you have self-esteem because of the way God has made you. Your eyes may be big. Your nose may be big. Your lips may be God especially made you that way. You need to be happy with how he made you. And keep your head up. Not in, not in too much pride, but because my creator, oh God almighty of the universe, there will never be another Takiya. Never be another Takiya. So I love the way he made me and you need to think the same way too. And so wearing all this makeup is just overdoing it. Uh, now again, don't say I said you can't wear no makeup. I did not say that. I said you need to look as natural as you can. All this why, and I'm talking to a kingdom of God woman. All this wild mess. I'm like, oh my gosh. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Because if I can't tell who you are with your makeup on, that means you like totally transformed into another person that God didn't even make you to be. I should be able to know who you are with your makeup on and without it. If not, you have on too much makeup. So we want to make sure that we're not taking away from who God has made us as a person. Now, if you, you wear makeup to enhance your beauty and not overdoing it, put on too much stuff, like it'd be like these eyelashes be ridiculous. Like ridiculous, too much. Oh, <clears throat> you don't want to do too much. You want to make sure that you are displaying how God has made you to be. Enhance your beauty, but don't go overboard with it. My God, I'm dying. Okay. The implants, I think this is becoming a thing because I'm like, oh my gosh, 
the implants, like really, really. And I'm like, listen, if if if, if somebody don't like the way I look too bad, because I'm a you know I'm a petite woman, and this is how I feel. look, I'm a petite woman, and my husband is gonna appreciate my beauty of being petite. And if you have a problem with that, that's not my husband, because this is who I am, and I'm not about to change myself to please you. No. Not, not when I say that, I'm not about to be getting all these implants added to me. That means you didn't like who God made me. And no, if you don't like who God made me, you don't need me. So all these butt implants, breast implants, lip implants, all it all, it is just getting ridiculous. Like, like if you see a before and after picture of somebody, you be like, oh my gosh. It's like total transformation. So while people be out here trying to judge the transgenders, you changing yourself by how you look. Like, no, God is not pleased with either one. No, you need to look as natural as you can because you are you supposed to be glorifying God, glorifying God in body and in spirit. You are not glorifying God in your body if you have changed your total appearance. He didn't make your behind to be that big. You should not be getting implants. No, 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 no. Now, and I'm not talking about the people that get breast reduction sometimes because you're having a problem with your back and the doctor is approving that. I'm not talking to you on today, so please, mm-mm. I'm talking to the people that's not happy with how God's made them or they trying to please somebody else, so they go out, get some breast implants, behind implants, and they still ain't satisfied. Just keep adding more and more. It's just ridiculous, y'all. We got to sit up here and be appreciative of who God has made us to be glorify God in your body and spirit. And then, I, then I'm like, you a kingdom of God woman. Why are you getting a piercing in your navel? That means you you must plan on showing your belly to the world and you don't even supposed to be showing that much skin. Why is you getting your belly pierced? Why is you getting nose earrings and lip earrings and all and eyebrows? Even? Why are you getting this? And, I, and again, I'm not talking to nobody that don't want to represent God. If you don't want to represent God, you want to represent just you, do whatever you want to. But when you come on this side and you say that you belong to the kingdom of God, you must make the difference. You must be the difference. You fitting right in with other people. God always wanted his people to stand out and be different. Not just on the outside, but more so on the inside. That's why I went over the fruit of the spirit first. Because if you had your skirt, and I have met people like this. You have a skirt on and all of this stuff, but you're not displaying this fruit. No, you ain't saying. So it don't matter how long your skirt is and how bare your face is. I don't care. If you ain't displaying this fruit and you ain't walking in holiness with your life, then you ain't saved either. So, no, we got to go from holiness from the inside out. Because some people got some nasty hearts, some backbiting hearts, some jealousy, some envy, and strife going on. But they look the part. Uh-uh. So in discord among the brethren. Mm-mm. It don't matter. Even if, if they bare face, had they scroll all the way down the ground. They ain't walking in holiness. They ain't safe either. But we want to focus on getting that heart right. You get your heart right, then you the Holy Ghost will convict you. And if it's not, then you need to check your Holy Ghost. See if you still got it. Because that, no. We don't look like women of the world. We are kingdom of God women. And women, if you ain't saved, I'm not looking down on you. But what I'm saying, when you come over into the kingdom of God, there is a standard of holiness. Like, there is a standard of holiness. You seek God 
for the Holy Ghost. Don't try to change yourself from the outside and your inside ain't right. No, change that inside. Let no, let God change your inside. And he will help you with the outside. But I'm like, what? Then we got tattoo. Listen, if you already have a tattoo, and I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to these people that come over into the kingdom of God and think it's okay to get a tattoo and still, that, that's not right. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You're, you are not, I don't care what you get on your skin, a cross, a picture of Jesus Christ that you think is a picture of Jesus Christ. It's not glorifying God. That's not pointing nobody to Christ. God did not say to, to, to get stuck in your skin and get pictures and words to bring him glory. Your life is a testimony. The Bible says that we are his witnesses. Witnesses talk and prove by their life that they are saved, that they are Holy Ghost filled and of all the works that God has done in their life. Not words on your hand, wherever. Because guess what? It's so many people out here with symbols on their hand and all of this, man. But they're not walking in holiness. So, so you getting a tattoo, that ain't going to separate you from somebody else that's not saved. Your holy life, your holy lifestyle is what's going to separate you from the rest. So, no. Lee, if you don't have no tattoos, don't get them. If you do, that don't mean you, if you have tattoos, that don't mean that you're not walking holy. You already had got them tattoos before you got saved. I'm talking about if you save, you going out here justifying, you getting a tattoo. It's not glorifying God. It's not glorifying God in, in body because first of all, God made your body how he wanted to. All the marks that need to be on your body is on your body because he made you. If he wanted you to have a happy face or a cross or a heart or whatever, he would put it there. So we ought to glorify God in our body, and our spirit. We don't belong to ourselves. So we don't just put markers on our skin because we just feel like and we want to make a statement. No, God said, again, be you are my witnesses. And then he listed countries that you will go. It had nothing to do with putting stamps on your hand. And a lot of, again, stems, a lot of this stems from idol worship. They was cutting their cell, marking their skins, doing all of this idol worship but yet we don't be like it's not a big deal like it's not a big no it is a big deal because it symbolized something that happened a long time ago in bible days for idol worship and it's probably still going on with demonic rituals and stuff where they cut their skin or do stuff different things so the piercings i mean no it's just getting really ridiculous piercings everywhere piercings everywhere but no y'all we have to walk in Holy. If we call ourselves a kingdom of God woman, we have to represent the kingdom of God. Embody, glorify God, embody and in spirit. It is a big deal. We got to obey. The Bible say God is spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. John 4, 24. So you ain't worshiping God by getting markings on your skin that he didn't even put there. You're not. The, the Bible say worship him in spirit and in truth. You want to lift up the name of Jesus. You want to glorify him. You want to sacrifice to him. Your body is that present your body as a living sacrifice. How? With markings? Tattoos and piercings? No. Present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him. That's how he wants you to present yourself to him. So, hey, if you want to turn me off, hey, that's on you. I don't care. But the Bible still remains the same. Again, let's not claim to be a kingdom of God, woman, if we are not 
if we are not walking in kingdom of God principles, don't don't even refer to it. Because some of this stuff is getting really ridiculous. I can't tell a sinner from a saint a lot of times. And we should be able to tell the difference. So I'm going to encourage you, kingdom of God women, keep standing out and being a difference for Christ. First of all, you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's, a, that's the number one way that we are in the kingdom. We enter the kingdom by being filled with the Holy Ghost and being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. We stay in the kingdom by obeying his word and walking in holiness. And so that fruit of the spirit will be evident and growing in our life. Also, we will be glorifying God in body and in spirit. We will know who we are. We are marvelous. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We don't have to add or take away from who God has created us to be, to feel confident about ourselves. Glory to God. So I want y'all to know, have confidence in who God has made you to be. Because again, there will never be another one of you on this earth. You are beautiful. Ooh, you are marvelous. Just the way he made you. And yes, the makeup will add a little bit more enhancement to your beauty that you already have. So I need y'all to give God glory for who, who he has made you to be. Glory to God. And don't ever let anybody talk down on how you are. Because some people, you know, God made them a little, you know, God made them thick. Some medium, some skinny like me. I'm like extra small. Hey, this is how God made me. Glory to God. And I love how God has made me. Glory to God. That's why I say I will praise thee. Hallelujah. Because I like, I love the way that God has made me. And I want to see all you young ladies walking in confidence in who God has made you to be. Don't be anorexic trying to be small. Don't be anorexic trying to be small. Don't be bulimic trying to be small. Don't binge eat trying to be big. Be who God has made you to be. Glory to God. Be the healthy you that he has created you to be. Glory to God. And I just, I pray that y'all was blessed by this word. But remember, kingdom of God, women, the Bible says, come out from among them and be ye separate, say the Lord. You are a daughter of Christ. And you want to be distinctive distinctive the bible said we are peculiar you're supposed to stand out your beauty your natural beauty stands out glory to god and and just the glow you have a glow on you when you are really walking in the light walking in the spirit being full of the spirit you will have that just natural glow that spiritual glow on you just because you are a kingdom of god woman you will stand out and again let it be that inner man, glory to God, that's shining out on the outside. Let it be that inner man. So, hey, glory, you are beautiful from the inside out. Glory to God, glory to God. Give God praise. And so I pray that y'all, again, was blessed by this message. If you do not have a church home, I belong to the City of Refuge and Baseball Ministry. Batesville, Mississippi, under the leadership of Bishop Calvin C. Wiley Sr. And if you're not in this area, you need me to direct you to uh, somewhere, a church I may know of in your area. Please reach out to me because guess what? You need teaching. You need instruction. You need the power of the Holy Ghost working in your life. You need a pastor. So if you do not have a church home, please reach out to me because all churches Oh, no, the church of the body of Christ is real.
People that have some people that have church on their door might not be a church. So all church, uh-uh. Because I know that my pastor, which is my father, he is preaching and living what he is speaking on that pulpit. Glory to God. And so I, if I know of a church in your area, I will definitely point you to that. So reach out to me if you need help with that. If you need advice, encouragement, prayer, reach out to me at Messenger. I am, I am more than glad to assist you in your spiritual journey. Glory to God. So remember, you are worth it. Glory to God. Well, have a blessed, blessed day. Peace out.